This is The Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. Welcome back to the Midnight Club. I am Clinton Timmerman. Once again, joined by... Not Kelly. Not Kelly. <laughs> Kelly Tipple, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm good. I'm glad to be here. It's I missed you. Hey, I missed you too. We decided to reunite at this place called The Twisted Lime. Reunited and it feels so good. Reunited, and I don't know the lyrics. But the Twisted Line, we're here in. What town are we technically in? Are we in Everett? Everett still? I think we're in Everett. Mill Creek. We're it's in that a, gray zone where it might be Everett, it might be Mill Creek, it might be Bothell. Where are we? And it's the place where, uh, for those that don't know, Everett's not the place everyone wants to associate with. So people will still try to say Bothell, Mill Creek, because it's not Everett. But if anybody is listening from Everett, hey, Everett's got a lot going on. It's up and coming. Is Keep it? Keep it going, Everett. <laughs> yeah, although they're shutting down Funko, apparently, so that sucks. That does suck. So why have I missed you? Where have you been? I just was in the bathroom for a little while. He was. Yeah. I drank almost an entire and, drink. And then we had some Olive Garden. Like, oh, he's here. <laughs> That's why we need the love toilet from Saturday Night Live. No, we don't. I smell the bathroom after you've come out of it. You went over to the bathroom? No, I said I have. We oh, live together. Oh, like right now. Like, were you lurking? Yeah. yeah I just... Here's the twisted line. Uh, no, actually, I had a chance to take what's become now an annual ski trip with a guest on the show, other Clinton Timmerman, Clinton Austin Timmerman. Uh, we had two days in Crested Butte, two days in Telluride. I realize this is the first time I've had four consecutive days of skiing, and I can't tell how long. Long, long time. And um, just got back tonight. Your uh, face is burnt to a crisp. Yes. When I showed up there, you know, you always got to remember sunshine plus sunshine bouncing off snow means intense sun rays. And I put sunscreen on every day after the first day, but it was already kind of too late at that point. Um, Pandora's box was open. The thing that's just really kind of too bad, though, um, is we've, we were kind of in between storms. So the snow wasn't great. Uh, and then as I've left, it is now just coming down. So <laughs> I guess it's just that's, how it that's goes. That's just how it rolls that's with how you. It is. Yep. Oh, it, it's true. I'm usually, well, I guess when I travel with you, we usually tend to follow if there's like a violent protest or a revolution. <laughs> um, or natural disaster. I show up places either right at their closing or maybe they're. Uh, un, you know, close some random day, or I guess in this case, in between snowstorms. But still, um, the worst day of skiing, especially in Telluride, is still better than, you know, even my best days here in Washington State on the, the Cascades. So, um, like take the, that, Washington State. Take that. I think most people here <laughs> get are better mountains. Too, but like the the powder here is so wet and heavy, you have to work against it. It's really exhausting. And it wasn't until I went to go see my brother who was uh, going to school, uh, college at, in uh, Utah at the time, where I finally got a chance to experience really good powder where you just fly through it. And like, oh, this is what people are talking about. Um, so that's usually what 
well, I'm chasing and most of the world's chasing. That's why people tend to go to uh, the Rockies, you know, Utah, Colorado, especially for skiing, um, mainly for the sco snow, to uh, snow conditions. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Crested Butte. It's my first time really exploring the whole mountain. It's a really interesting place, though, because it's either blue cruising runs or double black diamond extreme. Uh, growing up here in Seattle, they don't even have that. They just got... It's uh, actually called... I thought you were joking. It's actually called, like, double black yes. diamond extreme. So typical, your rankings, you go yellow... Well, sorry, you got uh, green circle... That's the easiest. And then you got blue square, that's medium, intermediate. And then you got the black diamond, that's considered expert. I could only think of one place in Washington where you got maybe a couple of places where like the double black diamond means like, hey, this is really hard. But that's Colorado's the first place where it's the double black diamond and the one, the diamond on the left has an E and the diamond on the right has an X what? for like expert. So you know it's extreme terrain. So, you so it's, for you me it was either really, how you really, want to die. <laughs> And well, usually I and other Clinton Timmerman, number two, as I call them, um, we go find those areas. But what sucks is those areas, if they have exposed rocks and trees and everything, it makes it really difficult. So we went on some of them, but honestly, Crescent Butte, it needed another really good dump, which apparently got after we left. I guess they got a foot of snow yesterday, and I'm like, damn it. Um, so I think with the right, with fresh snow and the right base, it would be amazing. And again, it was still good. It just it was really limited because if you can't go on the extreme areas, well, then you're just on these cruising runs. So we we did that for a couple of days. The the town of Crested Butte is gorgeous. Um, Kelly and I have podcasted about it before because we did the Maroon Pass, you know, from Crested Butte to Aspen, and then I even did the. Um, it was a well, it was a 16 miler that was in town. That was in July, so um, it's a really neat, neat. It's a cool little, little town, mining town. Yeah. yeah. So uh, actually, I guess most of the ski resorts there are former mining towns. Um, but then we shifted gears, went down to Telluride. Did not see Tom Cruise or Ralph Lauren, both of whom have houses in Telluride. But they couldn't afford Vail. Yeah, exactly. No, actually, Ralph Lauren, I think he's got his own estate away from the town. But I think Tom Cruise has, he's got a house that I think he put on the market, actually. He was probably only there once a year for the film festival. They do have a Telluride film festival. Uh, but Telluride has over, I think it's 5,000 acres of, of terrain. It, it's big. I mean... Even where we had to stay in Ridgeway this time, it was so chock full of people. Usually it's not, as, this is the crowd, most crowd I've ever had it, but I was staying at a hotel of 5,000 feet, but the top of the chairlift that I called you from was at 12,670 feet. So, gotta love Colorado. Yeah, I am. How so tall I, is like, like if you're gonna go to Crystal, like where are you skiing from? Like what's the, top? the elevation? Yeah, uh, Crystal. I want to say is sorry, I didn't mean to put you on. Or so. This is no. usually shit he just has in his mind that he can spoon. No, <laughs> let's look at this up. Crystal Mountain. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. Elevation. Let's look at this here. Cause like, it looks like the prominence here is 2,303 feet. Wow. Because, like, yeah, like Camp Mirror is like 8,000 feet. Yeah. 
And so even where I was skiing at Crested Butte was at 10,000 feet. Damn. And then the top of, uh, you know, Telluride, you're, you know, was still well above, you know, Camp Muir. So I definitely feel the elevation. I got, I've been used to, got used to living yeah, at so sea level. You guys level. did a lot of hiking too, didn't you? This, this trip? Yeah. No. I thought you did it in your boots and you're like, fuck this. Well, that was getting from the car from the free lot to the actual. Um, okay, so it wasn't. Sure. I knew about that, but I thought you also did some. So like, in the past, there was, yeah, in the past we did that. This time we did not. Got it. Um, either they were shut down. So we, we were so not. exhausted from the two days of Crested Butte, especially because there was a d part of Crested Butte where we still went down the expert area, and it was just, I was just, it was hot. Because, you know, it got sunny and it got up into the 40s and it yeah. sucks. And uh, it was exhausting. So when we got to Telluride, like, there was one mountain called Mount Baldy. And you have to carry your skis up there. Still looking for some better Mount straps. Mount Baldy. Mount Baldy. <laughs> or no, no, that one's Mount Baldy's outside of Los Angeles. This one's called Bald Mountain. But then it's about like a 45-minute. It can take about 45 minutes to get up to it. And so we just looked at it like, no, let's just stick to some of this terrain. We've always really wanted to go to a place called Palmyra Peak. It's never been open when we've been there. That one, when you get to the top of that, it's over 13,000 feet. Um, I've heard it's only open for about a week in March. Maybe Seriously? A, maybe after this big snow, they're finally going to open it. And there's some other areas we've hiked to, but another thing we were running into is either a lot of exposed areas or where it was just frozen. So when the sun comes, it softens the snow, and then at night, then it freezes, and then it just turns into just an ice block, either a sheet of ice or these moguls that are rough. And so it just didn't seem worth hiking, all that exhaustion to get up when the snow is gonna, not going to be as good. Right. So, and how did your body hold so up? So we didn't do any of the hardcore hiking this time. Body, um, you know, the one thing that's interesting, it's it's unique about the body, but even, like, you can get really, really good at running, and then if you haven't ridden the bike for a while, you get in the bike, and it's like you're starting from scratch. It's like, hey, did the running not get me anything? Although, I just showed you that, that thing on the... Um, one of the Facebook pages for triathletes that says the bike will help you for the run, but the run won't help you for the bike. For the bike. Don't know if that's true or not. But I haven't hadn't skied for a year, and so you put the skis on and you're doing a different activity, your body's going to react all the same where, okay, hey, you're skiing again. And so a lot of leg burning and whatnot, but still good cross training for everything else i think i was gonna say yeah did you do you feel like not being a skier does it feel like you've gotten your ass kicked for a day like after you not come being off a skier or just haven't skied for a while N just skiing in general like as far as like cross training what do you yeah it's almost like i i feel like i if i didn't do any other activities i probably would have felt the same like it's almost it's just weird at least it's for just me. its own yeah like i'm sure if i go ice curling tomorrow i'll be like man what the hell why am i such out of shape for this <laughs> i still want to do that you, you should there's a place in seattle that just opened that has you told me curling and i'm very excited about it we should do it we should do it all right so your your pit and your pearl your experience in colorado okay the pit being the the shit part mm-hmm well, wasn't really anything I could control. It's just as far as the weather. Um, it still was definitely good, you know, to be there. I one thing I got to thinking about too. Um, you know, great, great. You know, at a number two, and he brought his other friend. Uh, had a really, really good time. And I've realized sometimes when you travel, yellow dog. Yes, uh, had a really good time. It's, you know, sometimes I, I do kind of. Um, Especially, we stayed in these budget 
motels. Um, but if you've ever stayed someplace like um, Whistler, for example, where you get something with a ski and ski out, there's a lot of activities. Um, I do realize some of those places, even if you have a bigger group, that can even, you know, if someone wants to just chillax one night, maybe they've, they're really tired, you want to go hang on a hot tub, um, versus someone wants to still go out and go karaoke or whatever. Um, one of the reasons why I've liked going to Vegas with, like, multiple people is some people maybe want to just stay by the pool. Maybe somebody want to go to There's a show. There's something for everyone. Something for everyone. Yeah. And so I, what I'm getting with that is, like, um, I'm recognizing the, the beauty of skiing resorts to have skiing and ski out and if you do even have a big group where hey someone I got my ass kicked today in the slopes I'm just gonna just you know watch a movie in the room or someone else is like hey I want to go experience the nightlife um, this the focus on this trip was definitely the skiing but yeah um, I guess where I'm also going with this is like Kelly you've mentioned maybe coming mm-hmm. um, and cut to kids at home that don't uh, don't ski I don't they ski. don't see to want to do the same activities that we do True. but I'm I would love to try this out where we go to Whistler, where it's, and when I say ski and ski out, the places where you literally, it's right off the slope. So you just go right to where you're staying. Maybe maybe someone takes ski lessons for a little bit. Maybe in the month, they're done early, they can go back and get on their, you know. Well, What's crazy their, is I was iPad. actually looking, so I was like, well, um, my son Jack's birthday is coming up and he wants to go to Denver. He wants to go in a couple weeks. He wants to go back to Colorado. Um, Which and, they've got a new Meow Wolf and it looks amazing. They do, and that... Is probably where we're going to be going. But I did look at Whistler because I was like, you know what? That could be fun. And it's closer to home. And mm-hmm. um, it is ridiculously expensive. This I don't, is a bad year for that. I Yeah. I don't know if just everybody was indoors for two years. And then they're like, I want to go skiing. Now I go this year. But it's driven the prices up. The hotel, I think the cheapest, like the Pan Pacific which or the Bear Lodge that, that we used to be able to go for like a hundred bucks a night like when we were in our 20s it was well over 450 a night yeah well okay so that's what happened with us in telluride so this is our fourth year non-consecutive but still fourth year and um we've always like the first year there we stayed at a really nice hotel for i think like 200 a night and then the uh, two other times we were like ski and ski out right at the base of of the resort there and um, but this time the, the cheapest place that we could go to was seven hundred dollars a night to be in Telluride, and I, we could not find seven hundred a night. Seven hundred a night. God. And I kept I kept an eye on everything. Like, hey, is something going to open up? And then maybe oh, here's one. It's eight hundred a night. And I kept you know up until the time because I knew, knew number two could cancel the hotel that he had that was an hour away in Ridgeway, and then all of them were gone. So the whole town being sold out. So for example, last year when we were there, there's this underground lounge that we went to and it was literally just number two and I and I know the last year we're still coming out of the pandemic we went in like hey for old time's sake let's go back to that place go downstairs just chock full of people and then it was the it was the most crowded ever seen so I'm like I don't know one people are paying these prices yeah but I think everyone was just wanting to, to get, get out. out there maybe they're probably all this pent up you know frustration I haven't been skiing maybe in a couple years they've been I don't saving know. their pennies for two years right where we've been blowing ours yeah <laughs> true so I, i've been to whistler when it's been affordable even in the winter time yeah um march 2017 i think is the last time i'd stayed in whistler village i mean i, I caught up with you and shannon mm-hmm. when you guys had gone that up was there. in like, the summer I, though it was the summertime yeah but the nice thing about whistler as you go is there's an arcade there 
Um, there's a movie theater. Everything is just like right there, essentially located. So that's why I figured. Yeah. Oh, and they also have inner tubing. So that's why I figured if we take Jack and Alice. Even this summer, though, like, that'd be super I don't want to go skiing. Okay, hey, you go back and get on your iPad. Hey, let's go to the arcade. Or maybe I catch a few more runs. Yeah, and, and we like, go shopping. So that, or I whatever. think that'd be the place that's like most most versatile for a wide range of people's taste. Because again, like I was with the. You know, a small group of people, the focus was skiing and fitting in time. Like, I, that's also the most, probably the, the best I've ever maximized ski lift tickets as far as getting in there, you know, pretty close to opening. Well, that's good because you paid a pretty penny. And then going to the, oh, that's a whole nother. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Next, this summer, if anyone's thinking of skiing next year, when they have those uh, those deals, what's going on with Vail Resorts, the Epic Pass and the Icon Pass, is they're trying more and more to get you to buy your tickets in August and in the fall, pre-December. So I think, A, they can get their money earlier, but also just kind of plan as far as like, who's going to be on the slopes. Uh, I probably overall paid double what I needed to. So get those deals early. Um, Icon Pass. Uh, even Telluride said in um, August, if you go to August, so instead of paying $195 a day, if you buy your tickets in August, they're $100 a day. So 100 is definitely better than 195 Yes. And so what's if, oh sorry go ahead. No, say, and then if you buy four days in the Epic Pass, Telluride will give you up to seven days. So you buy at least four days in the Epic Pass, you can still ski Telluride, even though it's not technically an Epic Resort. Oh, what, what's say? your pearl? My pearl. Um, well, you know, we were trying to chase the snow and doing the what we could, but we still made the most of it. So I'd still say it's. Actually, I've always said if you do grow up skiing in Washington, Oregon, California, it does make you a better skier because you know how to ski in the poor conditions. If you've only had the good stuff and you go to that, you, you, maybe you'll be lost. I don't know. And so even when we, when we got to the areas, like, oh, this kind of sucks. Well, still having fun going down the icy-covered <laughs> hillside. Um, Where did number two grow up skiing? So he grew up in Southern California. So he would go to the Mammoth, Mammoth. Big Bear. I think he called the Sierra Cement. Uh, he said he hadn't been to Tahoe. But then Mount Baldy, which I mentioned earlier, he said it's kind of like Snoqualmie Pass. So when you get to that garbage and then when you go to, like, you know, Utah or Colorado, then you're like, oh, this is awesome. And what's funny, his friend Topher that was with us, he lives in Oregon now. But he grew up in California. And then he, he got there and was like, oh, wow, this is what it's all about. So this year, for example, I, I haven't, have not and I won't be going local. I just saved everything for this one trip. Trip. And just because it's almost like, I don't know, when you've tasted just that special sacred fruit. You're too to good just, for the mountains. Yes, exactly. Um, so I guess the pearl just being being able to make the most of poor conditions and, you know, still finding the spots that were, you know, as enjoyable as it could be for what we found. So And, it, and again, even like not great condition skiing, it's still awesome to be out in the mountains skiing. So yeah. it's just... You always have a, there's something about being in the mountains where it's just whatever is going on in life, you can break away. You feel like you're on top of the world. Um, one of the, our favorite places is Prospect Woods in Telluride. So you're tree skiing and you just feel very um, kind of secluded. From everybody. you give me a weird look. Like oh, because usually mag you're like a magnet to hitting things, and that scares me that you're going tree skiing. <laughs> I'm a magnet to hitting things. Well, no, just sledding, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, even just a look. I'm a Clydesdale. I'm heavy set. So if 
If there's a natural ravine and there's a tree there, chances are I'm going to hit it. Or if you're heavy enough to go up and over and then there's a stick of bushes up on the other side, I'm going to go in those too. I'm not pointing fingers, but I'm pointing fingers. Both times, Alice was like, just go. I'm like, hey, I think I'm going to get too fat. And she'll, but it, yeah, if you dare me enough or coax me enough or call uh -huh. me a pussy, uh, I'm just going to do it. You too. So... Even tonight, she's like, drink this water. She did something to this water, but I still wasn't gonna, hasn't told us. Wasn't gonna wuss out, so I drank this water. water. All of a sudden, you pass out. That's why I wasn't sure. Is she roofing me? What's going on here? <laughs> the ten-year-old. So. So all, all in all, are you? Have you? Guys, did you guys talk about what what next year holds? Are you going back to Colorado, or do you think well, you're gonna? Next year. Oh yeah, you're gonna go to Europe again, right? <laughs> well. Remember that jackpot I was telling me we should hit, right? Because I'm going to tell you all these endless... I don't think I'll be able to do all this. So I'm going to say a bunch of stuff. But for you, like, what the hell are you talking about? Is I'm this just, where we part ways? You just no, take, take just your saying, these are the possibilities. on the road? So I'm thinking of getting the Icon Pass. Okay. Now, the Icon Pass uh, covers actually Sun Valley. It does Crystal Mountain. That's local. It does Aspen and Snowmass. It does Steamboat Springs. Uh, and then it also covers, so next winter is, next March is International Dental Show. And once I did go and I bookended a trip to Switzerland ahead of time, uh, I went to Four Valleys the first time, and then on my own I've been to Zermatt. Well, Zermatt is part of the Icon Pass, so I'm going to go skiing in Switzerland for part of it. And then actually uh, Mount Blanc is on the Icon Pass as well. And then some other dental friends, I know they're going to a CE course in Aspen. That's in February. Now, Aspen being on the Icon Pass, I'm like, oh, I should go do that. But they're very... I don't know if those two trips would be too close together is the only thing. But if I had, if you said pick one, I would still just rather go to Zerma. I'd go to Switzerland and go to IDS and go to Aspen the next year with, with uh, you know, the other dentist or whatnot. Well, it, what about number two? Are you, is this where you, you no, two part so ways? No, so number two is also like, hey, we should get the Icon Pass because it covers all these. Oh, it also covers Big Sky. I've never been there, but I've heard great things in Montana. So I think next year I'll get the Icon Pass. I don't know if I can take advantage of all of these things that's so all these locations but uh at least i like to take advantage of one maybe two if i could who knows you take advantage of me i'll take advantage of you too maybe while we're using the icon pass <laughs> perfect so that's that's what uh that's what i was thinking for next year but we're for, for sure planning on it it's just a matter of when and where and what's tough for him is he's in medical residency in roanoke so i know he had to get up at four to catch a flight to charlotte and go to charlotte to denver and and you never really know what you're... Has he run into your ex-wife yet? Not in Virginia. Oh, sorry. I thought, they was go I thought he was going to... He, he, had a, he did apply to the program in Pueblo. But, but he's, he's not. I thought he got it. I thought no, that he's in Roanoke, Virginia. I mean, I knew that. For some reason, though, I thought he was going... Never mind. Take that back. No. He would like to maybe go to the cardiology fellowship there if he could. I don't know. I think it was weird when people interviewed in... You know, ex-wife's working there, and it's like this other guy who has the exact name, well, almost the first and last name of me. They're like, oh, wait. You just it. weird her out yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah, especially, I mean, she knows we're buddies and all, but. <laughs> so. Anywho. So, no, he has not run into your ex-wife. He has not. And you've not run into Kelly Tipple in Kentucky, right? The ultra runner in Kentucky? No, I'd still like to meet this dude, though. We should get him on the show. We should. 
All right, so wrap a bow around it. Uh, so over, all in all, a good trip. All in all, good trip. Glad I went. You should come sometime. I mean, when you say, hey, wish I was there, I wish you were there. There's still something for I'm you to find. I'm not showing up on a boy's trip. I mean, if it was like he, you know, if, if significant others were coming. Sure. In a vacuum, I'm just saying, yeah. would, you would have enjoyed Telluride, the scenery, no, of the beauty, course. all of it. I always enjoy hanging with you. Always? Are you sure? Yeah, most 99.9% .9 of the y time. You know, the dad jokes and everything? I enjoy hanging out with you. We have a good time well, to remember. have a good time. And usually when we're fighting, we don't remember most of it the next day. <laughs> True, at least the key points. I tend to remember more than I like to remember. Oh, yeah, you do. I don't. So. <laughs> um, okay, so... Welcome home. Thank you. And we, this kind of your last night of vacation, and then we are hitting the fucking ground running. Like, there's there's no stop. Because you've got no, Iron Man Texas, right? I have Iron Man Texas, but more importantly, you have something coming up before Iron Man Texas. I do have a. It's the 5K fun run, the Shamrock Hi. Run. It's going. It, it should hey, be. you're wearing a Shamrock T-shirt. I am for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, no, um, somebody signed me up for. We talked about this. It's not we like talked about it, and all of a sudden I got a text message. Hey, guess what? You're doing this on this day, and like, oh. Well, I had an okay with. with I happened to work at Columbia Athletic Club, and they were so kind to. Let us have a swim lane for 24 hours. So, Dr. Clinton yeah, and, and Timmerman that's 24, here. Not two to four hours. Yeah, 24 that I hours. I could do. 20, so, um, Did I say two to four hours? No, no, <laughs> but just I'm sure if anybody heard 24, they'd be like, wait, there's no way I heard that right. Yeah, it's a thing. People have done it. Yeah, people way better than me. That's not true. Um, so, we need to figure out what... Charity, I would, I'd like to announce the charity. So you want to just? I don't have a charity to, and I, I can't. I still, uh, I'm trying to be like, look, I, I don't know if I can make this, do this. <laughs> I look, I mean, I don't want to let down. It better not be like the home run derby that they used to have for baseball, where it was uh, like Century 21 real estate, and it's somebody that's homeless, and the, whoever wins it gets them a house. I'm like, well, it sucks for the other people. I think that's 12 people that compete. Oh so there's 11 gosh. people that might get a house, and oh, sorry, your guy lost. So I don't want to be like, hey, if you swim for 24 hours, you're going to be able to feed this family who can't eat otherwise. And they're like, oh, I made it 23 yeah, hours. That's later. So, oh, that's, sucks for them. That, that would not fly in 2022. <laughs> no, I would give them the food anyway. So, um, Yeah, so you've got a 24-hour swim, in, which is a really good... It's just, it's just a good um, measuring stick on training. For how shitty I am? No, because <laughs> ultimately the main, the end goal is the nine channels, right? It's the Hawaiian channels. Uh, I would love to do, yes, I would love to do the, the Hawaiian channels. I would love to do, what is it, the eight big channels that they have in the world. I'd love to do that as well. I mean, I would love to do all of this. So, yes, I just... There's this Center Live skit with Bobby Moynihan, and he's getting ready to do, is it called American Gladiators? Yeah. American Ninja Warrior? What is it? With the big There's obstacle both. course? What's the one with the big-ass obstacle course? Uh, Ninja like Warrior. Ninja Warrior. So you see a guy that's been training forever, and usually his family's there, and you see him, and he's ready to go, and he takes, like, two steps, and he just completely, like, just falls flat on his face. Well, falls into the water. And they actually give him one more redo, and then he still falls in the two. So... 
my, we'll see how this goes. My fear is like, here we go, Clint. And after like two, three hours after a while, I'm like, okay, hang on. Where's that little uh, air jet jettison thingamajigger that like I know deep sea divers have? Or can I put my fins on? Or I don't know. I'll be like, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. And then I... Don't come you scoot out the back. <laughs> right. I just, I, I'm nervous. I would I've never, find you. I've never done a physical activity that strenuous. You've for, done for 24 a hours. A few Ironmans now, and but that's 17 hours. I didn't go 24. You've done 17. 16. No, you've done 17. You got timed out before, haven't you? Not in the full. I mean, you have. You just got two. pulled. Yeah. Okay. So 16. I, I would have, yeah. I'm just saying it's a long, and it's a long time to swim. There's a reason why the swim is, you know, <laughs> you have to do it under two hours and ten minutes. And it's gonna be great. Day. So we'll we'll see how this goes. I mean, I'm gonna I'll, I'll give it an old college try. So I don't know, or maybe we can put a hyphen there, and it's the Clinton Scott Timmerman two to four hour challenge. No, two to four hour t- donate here. <laughs> hey, I wonder when in elementary school when I did those walkathons, and my mom's like, "So you go raise money? What? You ask people, they'll give you money if you can walk two miles. Like, why does anyone care if I can walk any distance? Right. What? And she said, "This is what you do." And I was amazed people gave me money when I told them I was going to walk around the school track. Well, now we're going to raise some money for charity, and it's going to be fun. You have people coming in and taking care of you and looking after you. I'll be up for those twenty-four hours. Making sure that you get everything that you need. That's another thing. People? Like, we're going to have people come in and, like, taunt me. Throw things at you? (laughs) Pool party. Can I have a pacer? Do they do that for swimming? I don't think you do that for swimming, honey. You have this one next to you? Can I I get, like, a dolphin to kind of tow me along a little bit? Love Robert. Pace you. Okay. Let's do it. Robert's the local dolphin. And, uh... Kelly's laughing at something. I don't know what. I don't probably don't want to ask. You don't want to ask. Um, yeah. So there's that. So we're going to be in full training, which means full training. We're going to have to move our podcast from local. We try to support alcohol, locals. Alcohol but, yeah. establishments to hey, local maybe places, coffee. Should we start well, doing anything open at night for coffee that, though? But some true. of these places will have like, like athletic brewing house. company, right? Maybe, yeah, we'll find something. That's the least There's of our worries. There's a dumpster behind, like the grocery store. We can go hang out at. That's the least of our worries. A dumpster? No, finding a place to podcast. Oh, yeah, we well, got I'm bigger sure fish to something. fry. This is true. Yes. Well, thank you, whomever has listened to our ramblings thus far. Appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at My Midnight Club. Also, Facebook at My Midnight Club. You can email me, Clinton, at MyMidnightClub.com. Kelly, they can even email you at... Not Kelly, at MyMidnightClub.com. Yes. And they can find you at Columbia Athletic Club. Don't come to my work. Unless you're coming to church to throw water balloons at Clint while he swims. Yes. No. April 2nd through the 3rd. Holy hell. I just... Wow. Yeah. Again, we'll see how this goes. It's going to be awesome. You're going to do great. I think I'm catching COVID April 1st. That's, <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> That's hey, not even be. a thing anymore, I don't think. Dang it. I can't use it. <laughs> Ebola. I'm going to get Ebola. 
<laughs> yeah, you don't want any bull in the pool. No, that's why they won't let me in. That's I'm another like, oh, thing. We need to find sorry. out all the things. If anybody knows how the bathroom works for 24 hours, swim, oh, please like, Ebola. E- yeah, email uh, us. Stay away, right? Right. <laughs> well, anyway, till next time. Thanks for listening. For not Kelly, Christine Temple. <laughs> Temple. 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 What was that? Temple of the dog. Yes. No, there was a temple show with the whiny uh, Michael's Claire Danes, Temple Grandin. Oh, yeah. Temple something or other. Yeah. My body's a temple. I don't know. She did something with temples. But anyway, for Kelly Tipple, I'm Clinton Timberman. Until next time, rock on. Peace.